In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why? That's one of our basic questions. Everybody asks it. Children, of course, are famous for asking it. Why? The older we get, though, the reasons change, sure, but we still find ourselves asking the same question. Why? Why did I get sick? Why do I hurt? Why did my friend or family member die? Jesus asked the same question on the cross as well. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Good Friday brings this question to the front of our minds once again. Why does Jesus hunger and thirst? Why does Jesus allow himself to be beaten and mocked? Why did Jesus take on human flesh only to be betrayed and ridiculed, crucified, dead, and buried? Why did God become man to endure all of that? The answer is simple. For this day. For the cross. For you. For on the cross, God is forsaken. That you will never be forsaken. On the cross, Jesus bears our sin and death. That we will bear his forgiveness and life. On the cross, we behold the God who became man to bleed and die for us. Behold Jesus' hands. The night before, they were washing his disciples' feet. Now they are pierced with nails on the cross for you. The hands that formed Adam out of dirt, now stained with blood and dirt of his own for you. The fingers that touched and healed lepers that he stuck into the ears of a deaf man, that he picked up bread and declared to be his body. Now his hands tremble with pain as he is crucified for you. This is why God has hands for you. Behold Jesus' skin, bruised and beaten and bleeding, his knees skinned and bruised from falling as he carried his own cross to Golgotha. This is why God has skin for you. Behold Jesus' feet nailed to the cross, bearing his weight even as he dies, the feet that walked from town to town as he taught his disciples, as he healed the sick, the feet that carried the good news of our release from captivity of sin and death. Behold the feet that Mary anointed with pounds of expensive ointment, washed with her tears, wiped with her hair, the feet that are now bound in place. Behold the feet that endure stabbing pain as he struggles to endure each painful breath. But this is why God has legs and feet for you. Behold Jesus' heel, which by his death crushes the head of the serpent and destroys the kingdom of the the devil, answering for our sinful rebellion and that fulfillment of the promise long ago in Genesis. This is why God has feet for you. Jesus' head. Blood drips and flows from the place where the thorns press into his skin. Behold the place where it is hung over his head, a sign that lists the charge that brings the sentence of death. Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. This is why God has a head to be crowned for you. Behold Jesus' face, swollen and bruised from the blows from the high priest's officers, And later by the soldiers who jeered and mocked him, prophesy, who is it that struck you? 
Behold the eyes that look with mercy and compassion on the crowds, on the disciples, on the sick, upon you. Behold his lips that spoke words of absolution, that cry out in thirst. This is why God has a face for you. Behold Jesus' lungs as they slowly fill with fluid. The lungs that breathe the breath of life into Adam's nostrils. The lungs that now hang and cannot exhale without pulling up on his body through the nails and to fill his airway. Behold lungs that expel one final breath as he cries out, It is finished. And he gives up his spirit and dies. This is why God has lungs for you. Behold Jesus' bones that remain unbroken. It is the reason that every sacrifice, every Passover lamb, every bull and whole burnt offering, every scapegoat and ram, every turtle dove had to be healthy and intact. No broken bones or disfigurement. Perfect, spotless, holy, without blemish. That is because Jesus is everything we are not. So that in his death we receive everything that he is, everything he has to give us, himself, his perfection, his holiness, his spotless, without sin, life. Jesus, who is true bone of our bone and flesh of our flesh, God who became man to save man, that we might become sons of God. This is why God has bones for you. Behold Jesus' side, into which the soldier thrust his spear, causing a river of blood and water to pour out, a witness that he is dead. His heart stopped. The synapses are not firing. God has completed creation on the sixth day of the week. Back in Genesis, so too, now Jesus completes his work of crucifixion on the sixth day. And on the seventh, he will rest from his labors. And from the side of this crucified man, God will fashion and form for us a bride of the church, just as he built Eve out of the side of Adam, the same side that Jesus will later invite Thomas to touch and no longer disbelieve. This is why Jesus has a side, why God has a body for you. Behold Jesus who shed his blood on the cross, that blood first shed when he was eight days old, undergoing the sign by which all Jewish boys are made Israelites and given the promise. The blood that was foreshadowed on the Day of Atonement, when the blood of the sacrifice would be placed upon the altar, and the people, and the mercy seat. The blood he gave his disciples in the cup the night before, telling him its purpose, its gift, his promise. His blood shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Blood that reveals He is true God and true man, our brother and redeemer. Blood that gives us as the eternal promise of the high priest who enters into the holy place that he might take us with him there, giving us access to God. This is why God has blood for you. Why, we ask on Good Friday, why does God have a heart that beats, lungs that breathe, brain with synapses that fire, For this day, for this cross, for you. God is man so that he can die for you and in three days rise again for you. A blessed Good Friday to each of you. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. 
Amen.